Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode. In today's show, I'm talking a little bit about nutrition, a little bit about mindset and how that relates to some training and uh, so different things like that. Uh, this episode is not really going to have a lot of specific training talk, so if you're into that, this might not be the best episode for you. However, I am diving into some nutrition topics and I am talking, uh, I guess, I mean, you could say ranting. I think ranting is is pretty accurate in this case. Uh, so that's what today's episode is about. Expect a full-blown training episode coming up in the next couple weeks. Either next week's episode or the one after that will be completely about training. Um, I'm looking forward to that one and just to kind of nerd out on some programming type talk. Of As far as this episode goes, uh, it's got some good stuff in it. I talk about discipline and why that might not be the answer, even though a lot of people say it is. Um, and I talk about I talk about nutrition and maybe a hack to some people of tracking macros, of tracking their calories and all this stuff. And uh, maybe an easier way to do that, maybe something else you can focus on. Um, that's coming up in this episode too. And then I also talk about easy ways to get into a calorie deficit. This episode's loaded. I hope you guys enjoy it. If you like the podcast, go be, uh, make sure you're subscribed on iTunes and whatever whatever other platform you listen to. But also, I would love it if you wrote a review. The reviews are a great way for me to get your feedback on everything and kind of hear how you're liking the show. Just go do that. You can do that on iTunes. You can do that from the homepage of the podcast and just leave it a rating and leave it a review if you'd like. I love reading those and it definitely helps reach more people as well when you do those. So. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys listening and I appreciate you guys supporting the podcast. Uh, let's get started today's show about discipline, about tracking macros, and about some hacks to get into a calorie deficit. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Triple F Podcast. Welcome to another show. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about a few things. I'm going to answer a couple listener questions, but I also want to talk about mindset to start off the show. So, uh, there's a lot of different opinions on getting yourself into a habit of health and fitness, right? And you know, we know that what's key is making a habit. It's key to develop something consistently that it becomes part of your life, right? So, training, eating properly, all these things become just like brushing your teeth, right? Where it's just automatic, it's a rock in your schedule, it's something that can't be moved. Um, you know, but there's people that I talk to and people that listen to this podcast that aren't exactly like me. And, you know, I developed the habit of training through a love for training. That's kind of the general route that I took, right? Is starting to really like it, playing around with it, doing what I like. And then, you know, I'm gonna do this regularly because I really enjoy it in that kind of scenario, boy, is it easy to create a habit if you really like it, right? It's kind of like if you really, really enjoy watching SportsCenter every morning, you're probably going to make that a pretty easy habit for your mornings of watching SportsCenter, but if it's doing 100 burpees 
that might kind of suck, right? You might not want to do that and that's not something you love. So it's going to be a little harder to create the habit. And that is kind of what I want to talk about today because a lot of people in that kind of scenario and probably what you guys might think I would recommend is to start talking about discipline and forcing yourself to do things, right? And creating habits that way where, you know, you're making yourself get up at 4 a.m. There's a lot of popular figures that promote that, right? Those those intense mornings, those early mornings, just for the sake of getting things done or accomplishing tasks. Um, you know, it might be training itself. It might be eating a certain way. It might be choosing the salad over the fresh bread when the waiter walks by. I don't know, right? But whatever it is, um, I'm actually not a fan of discipline. I don't really think that discipline is a good method to use in this kind of case where you have to make a choice to create a habit um, that really is going to benefit you, right? That's the point of it, is that the health and fitness is going to make your life better. And it's not coming from a good place if you have to force yourself to do things and rely on discipline. What you have to do is really examine your your goals, right? And really examine uh, your why, I guess you could say and what you actually love, right? This is kind of a concept that is spoke about. And I think, I mean, I heard it from Charles Poliquin talked about this and, you know, he was talking about how there isn't really such a thing as discipline. It's just a matter of what you love to do more, right? It's your priorities. And I talk about priorities a lot on this podcast and probably even more in the last few months because I'm really realizing that that is what it comes down to is what you love to do. Right, you can have the best discipline in the world, and if you hate what you're doing, uh, that probably won't stick. And if it does, you're not going to enjoy it. Right? You can't really force yourself into enjoying something. You got to find something you enjoy and find a reason, find a why, find something you love that motivates you to do this thing. Right? This doesn't mean that you have to love weight training to weight train, but maybe you love yourself and you want yourself to feel amazing. Maybe you love feeling strong and feeling athletic and that's why you train, right? Maybe you love your kids and you want to live a long life to be with your kids. Um, No matter what it is, find something you love and if training relates to that, then there's your reason to keep training even when you don't want to. There's a reason to push through the hard days, to show up every day, to be consistent and to build that habit. It's not about discipline It's about the root love that's in this, right? It's about what you actually care about and what you actually want to accomplish. That's what's going to get you through. If you don't, if if your priorities change, right? If you don't love training or anything that training brings you in your life, you know, maybe it's time to change something up, take a step back, or at least examine your life and look about what your priorities are and what you do love, right? And then focus on things that make that even better and even more prominent in your life. Those are the kind of things that have been on my mind lately and a lot of times people just rely on discipline. If it's motivation you're after, that's not going to be there either, right? It's it's usually one or the other that people focus on, but I think the nice balance is what you love and building something that makes that even better. So just something to think about today. I guess you could call that a motivation Monday type talk, but it's so related to training because you know training requires a certain amount of love for it or at least what it's bringing you and if you don't have that 
you better find it because it's probably not going to last through the hard times, the busy times, the times when training is just plain difficult or inconvenient. It's not going to last if you're just relying on motivation or discipline. What you need is a cause and a root and a love for it. All right, now to get in some questions after that deep, deep thought. Um, I'm going to get into the nutrition question. This is one I received yesterday, actually. I'm recording this on Friday, March 1st. Rabbit, rabbit, everybody. And this question is just about tracking macros. This is a good one. This is something that people have asked me before and something that I haven't actually answered on the podcast. I've only answered through direct messages on Instagram. That's at StoltzFit if you want to get a hold of me there and ask a question to be featured on the podcast or just answered privately. Um, you know, this question is essentially, do I have to track all three macros and calories or can I just track protein and calories? So uh, this person is tracking their macros, right? Tracking their intake, which is great. That's what I recommend. Making sure that you have the quantity dialed in, right? Um, I don't recommend eating just whatever you want. I don't really recommend just listening to your body because of our world today. We just have so much food available and uh, we have so much food with a lot of calories available, right? It's not like we're cavemen walking around um, and we don't have to hunt for our food, right? We can pull up to any restaurant and eat a 3,000 calorie meal, no problem. At least I can. So um, I do recommend tracking of some kind and keeping yourself accountable through some numbers. You don't have to be wicked strict on it all the time, and that's kind of what the answer to this question is, is it really depends on how strict you want to be. If you want to definitely be dialed in and make sure that your um, preferences and performance is top notch, it's a good idea to track everything. Um, if you kind of want to be a little bit more relaxed, then tracking protein is a good way to do it. Just make sure you get enough, uh, get in a certain range of protein. You don't even have to make sure you hit a certain number. Just make sure you get over a certain threshold and then hit a certain calorie number depending what your goal is, depending what you want to accomplish with your physique and your body. Um, so that's why you'd want to do that. And there's a couple more things to go into it that I wanted to get into. And really it's just one. And you know, that's going to be that there are definitely requirements for fat and protein, uh, but not really carbs. So you can, you can do this, but in some cases, you know, someone might not be getting enough fat and you definitely want to you definitely want to keep make sure you're getting enough fat. You don't really need a crazy amount of fat and it's probably not something you have to worry about, but there is a baseline level that just helps with general health, uh, hormone health and your brain and things like that. So we don't want to ignore that. So you do have a certain threshold of fat to get over, uh, but most people are going to get there, especially if your calories are decently high. The problem you're going to run into is if your calories are kind of low, um, you know, if you're down in the 1200 to 1500 range, call it maybe something like that, you are going to have a little hard time making sure you get enough fat if you prefer carbs over fat, right? This is kind of an individual thing. But in general, this works and it's something I do quite often. Um, carbs and fat in general, as long as you're hitting that threshold of fat, can be interchanged if calories are kept constant. It's really a preference thing. You don't have to worry about you know, eating only 60 grams of fat, as long as your calories are hit, if you're hitting your number for your calories and you're making sure you're hitting your protein and you hit the threshold of fat, 
those things are all checked off the list and you prefer to have sushi or um, Fruit Loops, I don't know, you can do that as long as those other numbers are kept constant. So that's just something to keep in mind. In general, yeah, this is a good, good option and it's a more flexible option possibly than tracking all three. Um, you know, but really what it comes down to is creating the surplus deficit or maintenance that you need to. So if you can do that with the calories, you're breaking it down by macro is really a small part of it. I do believe if you're eating a balanced diet, uh, so you can optimize performance and everything that way, but most people are going to be just fine, uh, just tracking calories. And if you are able to track protein as well, then that's even better because you're just going to make sure that you're getting enough for your muscle building, your muscle retention, your fullness, all these different things. Uh, but this is a good option and I can't see anything wrong with it. So I guess that's the answer to the question. Um, I guess the only consideration is really what you prefer to eat, which can be solved by just tracking protein calories, but then also that threshold of fat. They can pretty much be exchanged. Just be sure you don't really use this as an excuse to be too flexible. So, you know, what's good about tracking all three macros with your calories and, you know, the macros make up the calories. So you really only have to track all three macros, not the calories. What becomes a problem is that sometimes if you're just hitting protein, people use that as an excuse to kind of cheat on their numbers and be a little bit over on the calories over time and all this stuff. If you have three numbers to hold you accountable, you're more likely to be consistent with it, I do think. Um, you can kind of dial that back as you go, but definitely for beginners, I'd recommend tracking all three. Another thing that's great is that it just tells you what is in certain foods, right? So for some period of time, you would need to track all three just so you know what that bowl of Fruit Loops has in it, right? Or that candy bar or that bagel or that zucchini, right? Like what does it have in it? And learning that will really help you learn more about nutrition, your body and food. So go through a period where you're tracking everything at least. Eventually that's fine just to go to protein, calories, nothing wrong with that. All right, next question is, um, this is from a girl through Instagram and she's asking, um, I'm having a hard time getting into a deficit consistently. I find myself hitting the deficit uh, from maintenance, gives me the numbers and breaks it down and then says, I'm having trouble getting into that um, You know, more than a couple weeks at a time. What's what happens is I hit it perfectly and then eventually kind of cheat, go off the rails, have a big weekend, have a birthday party, have alcohol, etc. And basically just asking, how do I maintain the deficit for longer so I can actually see results? Well, I talked about this before, but a calorie deficit, you know, is going to be burning more calories than you're eating, or I guess in terms of nutrition, eating less than you're burning. So you're going to want to kind of know what your maintenance is, or at least an estimate, and then keep a good track on your weight. I like to track waist as well, just for another marker, just to for sanity's sake, because sometimes weight can be a little stubborn. Um, I like to track those different things uh, just to see if you're truly in a deficit. If you're not losing weight, you're not in a calorie deficit through some reason, right? It might be actually a decrease in activity. It might actually be a a day like a Saturday night where you have too many calories that are untracked and you end up going over for the week. And you know, that brings me into the first point of how you can accomplish this. The first one is going to just be 
focus on the average over time. So it's okay if you go off the rails for one day, but realize that that is going to decrease that deficit and you're gonna to have to increase that another way. Um, so you, it's okay to be a little over one day, it's okay to be a little under one day. Your muscle's not gonna fall off your body if you go under your calories by 300. You're not gonna gain a whole bunch of body fat if you go over your calories by 300. As long as you average out over time to be around the right number and in the deficit, you are going to be just fine. These results don't really happen uh, you know, overnight or even through a week. It takes several weeks up to several months even several years to see the progress you want. So it's all about what you can adhere to and stick to over time um, and then what you average out to be over time. So if you are you know, having cheat days on the weekends and this is throwing off your deficit, if you can eliminate those, if you can make up for that somehow, you are going to achieve that deficit. So really allow yourself some flexibility here. The problem I see sometimes is when somebody goes off of their numbers or they get out of their deficit, they cheat on their diet or something like that, they're going to go completely off the rails for the whole weekend or the whole next week or they give up on their goal altogether. That's where you have the problem, right? If you can, if this happens, my advice is to just keep your eyes forward and keep your feet moving and keep doing what you need to do uh, to keep accomplishing that. So. No, you know, maybe you go to a birthday party, have a bunch of cake and ice cream, you know you're not in that deficit anymore. That's not a big deal. The next day, get in your deficit, and guess what? That's one day out of many, right? If it's the holidays and Thanksgiving dinner, you just enjoy yourself. You know, maybe you took away your deficit for a week or two because of that huge meal. Guess what? In the course of a few months, that's really not that big of a deal. You only extend that cut or that fat loss phase for a couple more weeks, right? It's really not a big deal and that's a problem I see a lot is people making too big of a deal out of something and really dialing themselves in too far when they don't have to and when it's all about just kind of what you do over time and how consistently you do it. Um, so that's my thoughts on that. There are some sneaky ways to achieve the deficit and my favorite ways, I have two, I guess one of them is kind of a 1A, 1B, but the first one is just going to be to increase your activity instead of always focusing on the nutrition. So I think that the activity level that you do is actually kind of underrated. What what the problem is, is that a lot of people don't actually track what they're doing and they don't progress on that. So um, find a baseline, find where you're at, right? Program for yourself. So let's do a really simple example on cardio for a minute. If you're doing 10 minutes of cardio after every weight training session and you're losing weight, but then that weight loss stops, you know, maybe try to increase that to 15 for the next couple weeks, you know, maybe 20 for the next couple weeks. Maybe it's steps per day, right? And you're hitting 5,000 steps a day, but your weight loss stops. Bump that up to 7,500 steps a day and see what happens, right? And do that every day. Don't just do that once, do that every single day. And your, your energy balance is going to be tilted, right? It's going to be vastly improved because of that. Um, maybe it's calories burned with quotation marks because we don't really know that number. But let's say your Apple Watch says you burn 2,000 calories. Try to get that up to three if your weight loss stops. Do that consistently and see what happens to your calorie deficit, right? It's probably going to kick right back in and you're probably going to see that result that you want. That's the first way. The second way, which kind of has a couple uh, facets to it, is going to be fasting. You guys know I'm a big fan of fasting and 
not for any benefit other than it's easier to stay in a deficit when you fast. So one way to do this is going to be a daily fast, right? Where you're just pushing your first meal later in the day. So maybe you just kind of skip breakfast and you eat from noon to eight or one to nine or two to six even if you really want a narrow window shorten that little window where you cram your calories in and that is going to make it way easier to stick to you're going to allow yourself a lot more freedom my favorite structure for eating and if someone said i do not want to track macros how do i lose fat i would probably tell them a similar structure to this is fast until lunch or a little bit after if you can push it have a uh, maybe a piece of fruit as a snack if you can push it another hour or two. But then your first meal is going to be protein and vegetables, maybe some fat. And then you're, you're going to have maybe a piece of fruit in the afternoon as a snack. Then your evening is going to be protein. It's going to be vegetables. It's going to be a big carb source. You know, you can pretty much just go crazy on whatever carb you want. You know, don't, don't, don't be dumb about it. Don't go eat a whole box of Pop-Tarts or a whole wagon full of Girl Scout cookies, but, you know, enjoy a whole bunch of mashed potatoes or a plate of pasta or something. That's a very sustainable way to kind of structure your daily eating uh, without tracking. That's probably going to get you in a deficit, but it's hard without tracking. So you do need to keep track of what your weight's doing, what your waist is doing and how you can tweak your exercise. So you do have to have something dialed in. It's going to be pretty hard to do everything intuitively. You can do maybe one thing, but not really everything intuitively is my opinion. So that's a good structure. Another one, kind of the one B here for fasting is you could also just bring down your weekly average for your calories, right? Because it is what averages out over time. Uh, with a long fast, like 20 to 24 hours, where you aren't hitting your daily calories in that day. That's another way to do it. Now you are, you know, as a asterisk here, you probably won't be hitting your protein on those days. So you will either have to boost your protein on the other days or just accept that you might not be quite optimal for recovery and performance. But I really don't think it's that big a deal as long as you're taking plenty in on the other days. One or two days a week, fast for 24 hours or so and that's just going to be a good way to bring down your average overall for calories right of course you have these macro problems but in general this is going to be a great way to do it as long as you come out of the fast and don't eat too much so think about if you eat i'm going to try to roughly do the math in my head but if you eat 2400 calories a day for five days a week um, and then two days of the week spread apart you do a 24 hour fast, or maybe a 20 hour fast, and that day you only eat uh, 1200 calories, right? You're averaging for the week somewhere around 2000, whereas hitting that 2000 every single day might be super hard uh, to stick to, but you're actually allowing yourself more food, a lot more, 400 calories a day more, uh, for short periods of stuff being difficult, right? And that's a nice way to do it is it's really hard to do something difficult every single day and doing something like high days and low days or even something like fasting, like I just mentioned, that can all be a good strategy to just kind of help you get there because uh, you're making only a couple days or a few days of the week really difficult and the other ones really aren't that bad at all. Uh, that's a good strategy too to get yourself in a deficit and kind of sneak your way in without even knowing. Hopefully that answers that question, uh, give you some strategies, and really, in the end, it's just what you do on average. One day's not a big deal as long as you don't just completely let go of the reins and fall off that wagon.
All right, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for supporting the podcast, for subscribing, for reviewing, and all the things I tell you to do every single show. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you absorbing this free information, using it, and letting me know how it goes for you. If you have a question you want answered on the podcast or even personally from me, just go to StoltzFit on Instagram. That's S-T-O-L-Z-F-I-T. And I appreciate if you do that. I love it and it motivates me and it makes me come up with content for the show. It just has so many positives. It's awesome. I'm going to head out and I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for joining me and I guess I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.